What is going on, my people? My name is Gabriel Pavona, and I am the host of the 1440 Podcast. Thanks for listening in and spending time with me to learn, grow, and achieve better. We are going to bring you tools, tips, and tricks, and all the knowledge you need to get yourself to your next level. Now let's dive into today's episode. Yo, 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 what is going on, my friends, and welcome to the 1440 Podcast. Today, we have a special one as this topic was requested by one of my clients because they had asked me, Gabe, what are some things I can do in the morning that can, you know, help me start my day right or help me get into the right mindset or just get onto a schedule? So the light bulb went off and I said, perfect, let's do a podcast on that because there are definitely a lot more people who have that same exact question, concerns um, that they want to do and add into their everyday as well. So here we are, the top five morning routine habits that you can easily add to your morning every single day. And we're going to do this on a number system. So we're going to go from numbers one to five, and they're not in any particular order in the sense of priority or um, popularity. They're just the top five that I think are the best for you to kind of implement into your everyday. And these are the kind of the top five things that I did and I use and I do every single day uh, to kind of help me get into the right mindset to start my day. So number one is to wake up earlier than you need to. Uh, This is a choice for me that keeps me in a less stressed state. I mean, like, do I love to sleep? Hell yeah. But what I do hate is that feeling of rushness. Um, And if that's even a word, Um, (laughs) but feeling rushed in the morning, right? I hate being rushed because... Uh, it throws off my whole day. Everything from making breakfast to getting ready to just being in the right mindset for your day is is affected when you're rushed, right? You're kind of doing so many different things at one time. Your mind is everywhere. You're not really focused on what you're doing. So like if you're setting your alarm uh, to just enough time to kind of get up, put on your clothes, do your hair and tie your shoes, I mean, you're not optimizing your day, right? You're not taking advantage of all the things you could be doing to set yourself up for the rest of your day. Um, And on that note, when you're in that rush state of mind or that rush state of environment, your body will continue to produce and release cortisol. So cortisol is your stress hormone. It's your runaway from a tiger hormone. It increases your alertness, your awareness, um, and it narrows your focus. So when your body naturally releases cortisol before waking up uh, to prep your body for what's for, for what's to come for that day. Uh, so we're on like a circadian rhythm, which means that our bodies kind of go through the same process uh, day after day and night after night. So kind of like what your body's used to getting up at a certain time, it'll say, okay, let's start to release a little bit of cortisol because we're going to be waking up in two hours. So we want to get ready for the day. But when you're in that stressed environment, remember your body only adapts and responds and changes to its surroundings and its environment. Um, so your body does not know the difference between someone you know, cutting you off in traffic or um, if you're running away from a saber-toothed tiger. It just knows that you're acting in a way that is stress or stressful. So when you wake up and you're rushing and you think you got everything under control, but then you realize you know you don't have any socks or you forgot to iron your shirt, right? Now that time that you have you thought that you had has shrunk and you kind of start to panic, right? You said, "Oh my god, I got all these things to do. I'm going to be late. Uh, I got to go here, I got to go there." And your mind starts to wander and you start to panic, right? With the panic 
you get more stress. With more stress, you get more cortisol release. And cortisol will reduce your appetite, it shuts down fat cell breakdown, and it elevates your blood pressure. All of those things, it shuts down other organs and processes in your body that you basically don't need when you're, let's say, when you're running away from a tiger, right? Because back in the day, when people were stressed out, it was because they either either running away from someone who's trying to kill them, or they're trying to run away from a tiger or um, a specific animal that was trying to kill them. So your body will naturally shut down other organs like your digestive system um, and everything else because it's like, all right, we don't need to digest food right now. We need to just kind of survive. We need to run away and we got to find some hiding. So just increase the heart rate so we get more blood to the muscles so we can run faster um, and we just kind of shut down everything else. So are those the things you want to do first thing in the morning, right? Are those the things that are going to help you get to your goals or help you to get in the right mindset and help you kind of get your day in a more positive and more thought-provoking mindset? right? I don't think so. So waking up earlier to start your day right is one of the major things that kind of I do just to kind of be in a less stressful situation, less stressful environment, and to kind of just get my mind right and to my mind to focus on what I need to do for that day to kind of set myself up to be better. Uh, number two is to prep your gym bag or your workout clothes the night before. Um, I know this is about the morning routines, but this is something uh, that only takes you know two minutes at night, um, but it can save you crucial time in the morning from you know adding another task to your list. So if you know you're gonna go to work um, after work, uh, sorry, if you know you're gonna go to the gym after work. Um, you know, you just kind of prep your bag um, and you just kind of keep it there for the morning so that you just know, all right, when you get ready in the morning, you got you get changed, you get your, 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 your lunches ready and your snacks and everything and your bag is at the door ready to go, boom, you grab your bag and you're out the door. You don't have to think about, oh, I got I to gotta get my, my, my workout clothes, I got to get my workout shoes, my, my towel, my extra change of clothes, all that, all that other stuff, right? So prepping your bag will also keep you accountable for actually, you know, going to the gym and working out. Because now you have it packed and ready to go. So if your bag is packed and ready to go and it's beside the door, and as you're walking out the door, you're like, oh, I'm feeling a little bit tired today, which is totally normal, right? You're just feeling a little bit exhausted. It's a Thursday. The weekend's almost here. Um, so you're walking out the door and you see that gym bag there. You ready? You your 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 past self has told your future self, right? So last night you told yourself, "All right, we're going to the gym and we're going to enjoy that time going to the gym because we needed to go there to get better." So now in that present self, you're saying, "All right, now it's there. I know it's there for a reason. So let me just take this bag and let me just go to the gym, get my stuff done, and then I can do whatever else I need to do. So now there's no excuse as to why you can't go. Right? You can't just get in your car and be like, oh, I forgot my stuff. So I'm just going to let myself be for today. I need today's a day off. I deserve it. Right? No, you get your stuff, put it in your car so that when you're done work, you can go straight to the gym, do that hour, hour and a half workout, and then you can enjoy and reap the benefits of the rest of the night having off, right? So none of this, you know, oh, I didn't have time to get my stuff or I left my bag in the car from the day before, all that extra excuses that you tend to t- uh, we tend to tell ourselves um, just because we are not ready for that day. So it makes you prioritize what you actually need to do versus what you want to do, right? Sometimes what we want to do will kind of take over what we need to do um, and that can just kind of negatively impact where we want to be, where we want to get to, um, and the things, and to complete the things that we need to do. Uh, number three is to prep your meals, right? So you don't necessarily have to physically pack your lunch bag, but at least put your food all together, right, in the fridge or on the counter, um, so that you know what you're going to be eating. So in the morning, when you go and pack your bag, everything is there, ready to go. Um, this is going to eliminate the kind of choice factor that I like to say. 
Um, if you if you are feeling a little bit rushed in the morning, um, so because you know if you're kind of like running off and doing a couple things, maybe you slept in a little bit later than you needed to, which you shouldn't have, but it's fine. Um, actually, it's not fine, but you know it does happen. <laughs> um, but you know when you're kind of rushing in the morning and you kind of have to pack your bag, you're just like, oh my god, oh, I need to grab this, that, that, that. All right, and let's go. Right. So not really. Maybe you forgot something, or maybe you just kind of said, all right, well, that's going to take too much. If I have to cook eggs, it's going to take too long. So let me just grab this something and whatever, and we'll go. And I'll pick something up on the way, right? Because because half the battle of uh, eating healthy is having the right foods ready to go all the time. So you're not having to choose, right? You already know what you have to eat, and so you're just going to eat it, and that's it. You're good, right? So there's nothing more annoying than kind of being in a rushed, um, being a bit rushed, and then you're just you know you're trying to pack a lunch together. So more likely than not, you're going to pack a couple of granola bars, uh, maybe grab an orange, and then you end up buying lunch. So again, which is again going to hinder your journey and take you away from your plan and your goals. So, you know, always have your food ready to go. So it's bing, bang, boom, right in the morning, you grab it, you go, you grab your your workout clothes and your workout bag and you're out the door. Uh, Number four is to kind of work out and to move. So there are very few things in the world that make you feel as good as completing a workout. Uh, The sense of accomplishment, grit, and workout high, quote unquote, um, first thing in the morning can, and it will have massive impacts on how the rest of your day will pan out. Um, Ask anyone that works out in the morning why they do it. 10% 10% they'll say, yeah, I mean, it's the only time I have, I got annoyed, it's the only time that I get to myself. But the other 90% will say, my day will be horrible if I don't. Um, you know, there's a bunch of reasons why morning workouts are amazing, but, you know, let's name a few, right? Just, you know, sense of accomplishment, uh, hormone releases, task completion, routine builder, uh, you know, and the list can go on and on. Uh, so sometimes, you know, it doesn't even have to be like a full workout, you know, something as a half hour morning walk can be can make all the difference, um, you know, getting fresh air right in the morning, getting sunshine right in the morning and getting your heart pumping and your heart, your your, your blood flow flowing uh, to the rest of your body can have massive impacts on your mood and your hormone release. Um, you know, there was a study done by the National Institute of uh, environmental health science, and it says, and I quote, when people are exposed to sunlight or very bright artificial light in the morning, their nocturnal melatonin production occurs sooner. So they enter into a sleep more easily at night. The melatonin rhythm phase advancement causes caused by exposure to bright morning light has been effective against insomnia, premenstrual syndrome, and seasonal affective disorder. So the better you sleep at night, the more refreshed and recovered your body is, um, the better you feel and the better your day, the better your production, which means the better your success. So just kind of getting moving in the morning. Again, doesn't have to be a crazy workout, you know, these hit style workouts. It can just be as simply as going out for a walk for 20 to 30 minutes in your neighborhood, in your area, you know, and just getting that sense of fresh air, the different aromas in the, in, the, in the world and getting that sunlight first thing in the morning can just bring about something in your day that's going to just make you feel a lot better than just, you know, getting your stuff ready and going straight to work, right? So try to get moving, maybe do a little bit of yoga, just find a little, you know, kind of like a routine stretching if you need to, you know, 10 to 15 minutes and just kind of just get moving, get your blood flow going, get everything kind of in a rhythm of getting ready for the day. And number five, the final one here is cold showers. And uh, I know, yes, I know you're probably saying either one of two things, you know, 
A, Gabe, you're nuts. There's no way I'm getting under a cold shower head. Or B, why? So I can personally attest that cold showers have helped me in various ways. Um, first being it's built my mental strength in the sense that I know a cold shower is not soothing or comfortable, right? It's far from it. But knowing that I know that and going against it, aka like being uncomfortable, has taken my mental strength to another level. Especially first thing in the morning, you know, when you're tired, you're warm, you just crawl out of bed, it's cold outside, it's Sunday morning, right? You just want to go back to bed. And the fact that you fight off all of those pullbacks, all of those setbacks, um, starts your day off with momentum, something that we've talked about before. And you've completed a pretty hard and daunting task um, just to kind of you know, go against all those all those things that might make you feel comfortable and relaxed and easy. Um, you're just you're going against it all, and you're doing something that's 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 pretty hard to do, which is a cold shower. Uh, and secondly, you know, cold showers um, they help your physical body in so many different ways that we probably need another podcast just to go all over it. Um, so I'm going to write that down just to kind of that's for our future podcast here. Uh, all right. Um, <laughs> but when I first discovered cold showers was when Tony Robbins said that he does a quote unquote cold plunge every morning where he jumped in, jumps into his 57 degree pool. Uh, that's 13 or so degrees Celsius for us Canadians, um, and fully submerges himself. So, you know, a normal pool is anywhere from like, you know, comfortable pool. When you go to swim it in a backyard underground pool is, you know, between 80, 85 to 90 degrees ish, right? And he's jumping into a 57 degree pool. So you can every little degree of drop is, you know, a very substantial uh, feeling of a, to a colder uh, water. Right. So he fully submerges himself and he says, and I quote, there's no negotiation. It's you go in no matter what. Right. Because, you know, the benefits, you know, that you need to tell your body to STFU. I'm not going to say it, but you guys know what that means. Um, and you make of your and you make your mind stronger than your body's emotions, right? Because there's, there's a lot of times in life where we negotiate with ourselves, or we might feel a little bit of anxiousness, or you know, uh, just kind of like you don't really you don't really know what to do, and you just don't want to do it because it makes you a little bit uncomfortable. So what he says is that he just he wakes up and he goes. That's it. That's there's no there's no talking back and forth. There's no negotiation saying, all right, well I got a long day. I got I don't have these. T-. No, it's you go. And that's it. So that's what you kind of have to do with cold showers. It's like, no, just do it. And that's all it is. You, there's a lot of benefits to it, which we'll, I guess we'll go over in another podcast. Or you can look it up on yourself. Um, just do a little bit of research on cold showers. There's a guy named Wim Hof. W-I-M Hof is W, uh, sorry, H-O-F. And uh, he's devoted his whole life into cold showers and cold plunges and just living in the cold and all the benefits that come from it. Um, and which we'll kind of go over a little bit right now. Um, we can kind of just talk about it a little bit, um, but basically, a cold shower and a cold plunge makes you know all your veins and your arteries constrict, which you know increases your blood flow. Obviously, your veins and your arteries you know have all the blood, um, well, majority of the blood inside of your body. So when your arteries constrict or they contract or they kind of um, you know they squeeze together, it 
pumps of blood throughout your whole body. So when you get cold, right, everything kind of shrinks together, right? Your body says, oh, we need to, con- we need to conserve this, this heat inside. So we, let's bring everything in. Let's bring everything together. Um, so that's what it does. It pumps the blood flow to the major organs. Um, so it makes your heart rate go up, which increases blood flow. And it wakes up your lymph nodes, which carry all of your immune cells to fight off bacteria and viruses. So I usually keep cold showers for the morning and uh, the warmer showers for at night. I don't say hot showers, but I say a little bit warmer just to kind of uh, get my body in a more relaxed state um, right before I go to bed. Uh, so my typical protocol for newbies <laughs> in cold showers uh, would go something along the lines of this. So the first week, you know, you start with your regular shower and then the last two to three minutes, you know, you turn down the temperature a little bit, just kind of turn the dial just a little bit to a little bit colder, right? Just to kind of get yourself, all right, ooh, that's a, okay, we can take that and we'll we'll, we'll move on to tomorrow. Um, and then the second week, you know, you start with a, you start your, your, your shower with a little less temperature than your regular shower right so if your nozzle is about i don't know three quarters of the way to fully hot right you start a little bit less than three quarters and then the last two minutes you turn it down again right and then you progress and then the third week you start with a little less temperature and then the last two or three minutes you turn it down but then you can add in a last 10 seconds and go like just cold cold just go super cold so you know the last two three minutes you're turning it down turning it down turning it down and the last 10 seconds just go cold, Um, you know, just embrace yourself and get ready. Um, But then, you know, keeping the, bringing the temperature down and down increases that, you know, you can increase that final 10 seconds to, you know, 20 seconds, 30 seconds, 40 seconds, right? So as you kind of progress, as you get a little bit better, as you get a little more used to it, your body adapts, right? You can increase the cold exposure um, as compared to the, you know, hot or warm exposure. But there's one thing you have to make sure you do and you always, always have to do is you have to breathe, right? So you cannot hold your breath and just, you know, just kind of tense your body up because that defeats the purpose. Um, So you have to find a rhythm of, you know, let's say two seconds of deep inhale and two seconds of deep exhale when it's, you know, when the water is cold, cold, right? When it's kind of like, you know, warmish or cold-ish, right? You can kind of just, you know, stand in there, you know, take it. Yeah, it's going to feel a little cold, a little bit uncomfortable. It's whatever. But when you're going to that 10 seconds of, you know, cold, cold, you, you have to breathe. You have to take those deep inhales and deep exhales um, just to kind of get your body into the, um, the state of accepting the cold and just keeping your body and your breathing rhythm under control because you're going to feel like that... <gasps> right? It's like when you jump into a cold lake or a cold pool, right? Your body just goes, oh, it's very hard to breathe, right? Everything is constricting, everything is getting tight. So when you're, when you're doing that cold, cold exposure in the shower, make sure you guys are breathing and make sure you get into a rhythm of two seconds in, two seconds out, okay? Um, but you will build your tolerance and I promise, you know, you will see a big difference in how your body feels as you get more used to it and as you kind of progress throughout the weeks, um, and that's it. So those are the top five morning routine habits, you know, that I implement into my weekly routine and, you know, what I recommend to clients and, you know, other people, my friends and families. I mean, you know, the cold shower kind of gets people off a little bit, but <laughs> trust me, it does help. Um, and, you know, and don't start them all right away. Like don't add all five in right into your routine right away. But slowly add them into your days, you know, and pick some that you can kind of stick to and ones that you feel most comfortable with. And then, you know, continue to add in new ones once they become habits. So, you know, if 
the two that kind of stuck out to you were the cold showers and uh, and working out or moving, right? Then just do that. You know, go for a little walk in the morning. You know, or do a little workout. Take your cold shower and then build yourself from there, right? And then you can then you can add into you know prepping your meals and getting your stuff ready together, or um, you know getting your workout clothes ready, or you know waking up earlier than you need to. You know, waking up is a little bit harder it takes a little bit longer of a process to kind of get used to so you can kind of implement that um, along with other things as you get used to and as you start implementing more habits into your routine so remember guys it takes 21 straight days to build a habit and 10,000 hours to become a master so it's not going to happen right away it's not going to be easy um you know, there's days that you're going to feel like you don't want to do it anymore. But just remember, 21 straight days, not 20 days, skip a day, 21, not 14, skip two days, and then you're at 16. No, no, it's 21 straight days of doing it every single day, inside and out, and just continuing to do it when, I know it's going to be hard and it's it's not going to be comfortable, but you need to continue to do it because that's what builds your habit, that's what builds your mindset, and that's what builds your mental toughness because habits are not... Sometimes they are bodily, but mainly and majority of the time, it is your mental, the mental game that you have to battle, right? It's just like smoking, right? Your body is going to crave it a little bit, but it's your ment- mental game that's going to tell your body to say, hey, no, 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 we don't need this anymore. We're going to stop this and we're going to do this other thing that's going to be better for us, right? All right, so that's it for today, my friends. Uh, thank you for listening, and I hope you got something out of today's episode. Uh, and if you can, please share this with your family and your friends, and let me know how you like the show. You can message me on Instagram at GPFit or Twitter. I have as at GPFit as well. Uh, share it on your social media, and let's get as many people listening to this as we can, uh, so we can try and help out as many people as we can and impact people's lives, um, you know, one person at a time. So don't forget to subscribe, and we will talk soon. All right, take care and go be great.